This episode of the Golf Game Podcast on the Sports Game Podcast Network is presented to you by our Patreon score. Exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL wins totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamepodcast.com slash Patreon. And we're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app to get last-minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code SGPN for $20 off. All right, DJs, welcome back. It's the 2023 BMW Championship Best Bet Show. Mommy and Daddy are back together. Steve is in the house. What's up, baby? Oh, dynamic duo back again. Batman and Robin. All right, you're you're Batman of the two of us, right? I don't know. Yeah, Rob, Robin was always the nerdy, annoying uh, one with the uh, kind of nasally voice, and that kind of fits me. So yeah, I guess, what? I guess. Yeah. I so Robin, like I don't even Robin. I remember from like the Wicked old TV show, and then like Chris O'Donnell. Was there like another Robin that I'm forgetting about? <laughs> well, in the uh, in the reboot, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt at the end turned out to be the next Robin. Oh, but then nothing right. happened after that. Right. It's kind of left yeah. that as something. But uh, no, I yeah. used to watch the That's old. I forgot about it. I used to watch the old Batman's. They, they yeah, were, me too, man. I, I mean, if you, they're a tough watch now. Oh, I bet <laughs> it's, it, it's it's pretty <laughs> corny. But back when I was like five. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it was mm-hmm. definitely. Uh, it was a good Whenever one. I stay home from school, it was on one of the channels, man. So I always watch that shit. Mm-hmm. That and the oh, Price yeah. is Right. Those yeah, the Price uh, is Right. Uh, the Nick at Night stuff, I think, is when it was on too. Oh, was it on Nick at Night? Too? I, th- I think it was Nick. At, I think it was Nick at Night. It was that and some re- some really bad racist uh, Western show. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I'm, yes. I'm sure there's a lot of those. Do you remember the show called? Uh, I think it was called Simon and Simon. Simon and Simon? No, I don't. So this one was on whenever I was home from school too, but it was on the weekends as well. So I like watched it. You remember Major Dad though, right? Uh, that might have been a little before my a little, time. Yeah. A little before he's on anyway. So it's that guy. He's on the show with another dude. And it's like a bad, it's like 70s cop show. And I watched the shit out of it. And I uh, like every once in a while, I'm like, I gotta find it to see how bad that actually was. <laughs> I mean, there's a little thing called YouTube. You can literally find anything on there. Yeah, I know. But see, I'll say it here and then I'll I'll leave and I'll forget about it for another like eight months. It'll randomly pop into my head like I'm when I'm driving and like I'll just I'll never I'll never YouTube it. That's, that's what will happen. <laughs> I randomly, as I was milking or uh feeding a bottle of my kid, I went I looked for uh failed Legends of the Hidden Temple uh, runs. And uh, actually got some oh, pretty funny stuff. All right. Yeah. Pe- people really right. did. Those kids had no idea how to put together that fucking monkey. <laughs> no. In that room. No. No. That guy who, the guy who hosted that's a comedian from Boston. Oh, Kurt? I never knew his last name. I knew his name. Oh, wait. Kurt, no, who, no, I'm thinking. Of, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of Guts. I'm thinking of Guts. Oh, Michael Mal. Did you watch Guts? Or was that before of course your time? I too? did. Yeah, yeah. Michael Mal. Yeah, yeah. With Mo. Okay. Right. Mo, the Australian <laughs> referee. Refer- yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. Yes. No, I yes. love I love yes. guts, Legend of the Temple. Yeah, <laughs> all that stuff. There actually used to be a channel called uh, I think Nick Gas, which is games and sports, and it had all the like we used to get drunk in college know. and just watch this. It was like Legend of the Temple reruns. <laughs> it was guts reruns. It was that. It was like a Double video dare. game show. <laughs> so, oh uh, yeah. Uh, you know what? You can tell I missed you, buddy. We're we're just bantering about stuff that's not golf. <laughs> By the way, because there's not, not a whole exactly. lot to really talk. Well, I mean, we can, no. I mean, everybody wants to hear about the Ryder yeah. Cup. We can recap how shitty of a golf course last week was. I know you were you were texting incessantly how much you hated the course early on, well, and it was. I mean, it's a travesty. It really is. Lift cooling place for four days, like 110 degrees. Fucking stupid. So here's the thing: if this was played in like April or like October when you actually could get firm Bermuda. Yeah, that could actually be kind of a fun tournament there. But the fact that it's just, it's so just boring and pillow soft and soupy and it just looks so just drab on television. It's all because it's just at this time of year. And like, I've been playing very nice with my articles about Mm. the golf course because I really love what St. Jude does. I love that this yeah, golf tournament funnels a shit ton of money to that now. And I like the fact that like before it was just kind of an afterthought tournament, the PG tour. Now it's actually in the forefront and they get the guys from St. Jude there. You get the kids involved. Yeah. Like that's all great and stuff. This golf course is a zero. And I was actually thinking about this too. Yes. Maybe this is a column uh, idea I can have. So like there's all these like columns where you right. rank golf courses, best source. I want to do one where, like, you know how Bill Simmons does the uh, 
the watchability, like the NBA league pass rankings of like which teams are the most entertained to watch. I want to do one with golf courses. What's entertained to watch? And like, come for on, example, do it. Well, for example, well, I think Bay Hill is objectively bad golf course, but it's always entertaining because it just turns into circus golf every single year. That would be very high in my ratings. Yes, there. absolutely. I, I think teams right, from Southwind, exactly. even though it's not architecturally offensive like some other places, it's yeah. probably bottom three. I feel nothing watching this yeah, thing. In, so in boring. It's it's, it's, it's so boring. Yeah, it really was. I mean, it was in like the lift clean in place for four days. I can't think of the last time that happened four fucking days in a row of lift clean in place. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. It's, I mean, you see these balls like plugging the fucking fairway the way they were just like sitting in on the green. Like, like, oh, so like I said, so I was talking to Andy last night and he had a good idea uh, and it makes all, all the sense in the world. Having one tournament in the Southeast, one in the Northeast, Northeast or Midwest, and then one out in, in California for, uh, the playoffs that way it's it's a little taste of what they've done all year round instead of mm. force can't, like can't i mean we got to switch it up man like this course sucks like i get fedex is like the is the main sponsor but we got to do something like the course is bad every year every year well i i was thinking of a way to that maybe spice up the the telecast and maybe this is something we could steal from lib but like listen like this is Top 70 and like as with this event too, like getting inside the top 50 means a lot more than what it in previous yeah, years. I, I like that little wrinkle. The problem was like all the Did guys. Did show anything? Well, yeah. Well, that's the thing. All <laughs> the guys are on the bubble. They finished hours ago. They're not on television. So why don't we steal something from Liv? And this is a polarizing topic. Oh, yeah. How about shotgun start for the final oh, round? Where <laughs> no, that, now you can be... actually show on the broadcast the guys fighting for that 50th spot like in real time because listen like i know the like the tournament ending with the leaders is great but sometimes it could just be kind of a bore yeah. that actually gives a little bit more drama and stuff to like show and like actually build some drama as the day goes out you know you know yeah down because the, the only guy really of consequence who was trying to make top 50 at when it was on cbs was cam davis but that was it it was yeah. basically set oh. at you know, before it was over. So maybe do a yeah. shotgun start and you get the Eric Coles or Steven Yeagers. Like those guys in real time are grinding it out on Kenzie the broadcast. Hughes. Yeah. I mean, listen, it, it would, well, we watched, fire. we watched Nick Hardy bogey. That was that and his chances. That was, that was fun. Poor Nick Hardy. You had some thoughts about Nick Hardy on Thursday, but listen, that, it would also require <laughs> the golf production to have a higher budget than like a high school basketball game, which they don't uh. seem to really want to do. And they want to just have cameras on four guys pretty much so annoying. all day. That's but so uh, I, I think that would be a good way to actually try and make this thing more of a playoff event where throughout the main broadcast on Sunday, you actually see guys get eliminated on the main telecast instead of just happening three hours before. And they so don't annoying. really know the point system. Like at the Wyndham, like they had the rain delay and Jim Nance was trying to work it out with uh, Immelman, what Justin Thomas needed. And he just said, and just summed up the whole fucking thing. It's really complicated. And yeah, it actually is <laughs> yeah, complicated. It is. I have absolutely stupid. no idea what one spot on the leaderboard means as far as this. It, yeah. No one's been able to explain it to me. Yeah, I mean, I know this idea has been kicked around forever. They also need to show, like, especially like the way they embrace gambling, they need to show how much these putts are worth. Like, if he makes a birdie here, he goes from, you know, third to, or if he makes a, a power here, he goes from third to fifth. If he makes a, if he makes a bogey, he goes from third to 18th. This is a $78,000 putt. That's going to get people to watch it and be interested because listen, it's not your money, but it's still like, oh man, I guess that is pressure. You know what I mean? We watch these, these tool bags go around and putt all day. Like, let's see, let's see what the actual pressure is on these guys. You know what I well, mean? Well, I'll, so, I'll, I'll build on that. How about they also explain too, if a guy goes from T5 to a tie for eighth with 15 other guys, you know, what that does to like the dead heat odds at that point. So like, let's say you had a two to one on Max Homa. Now he's tied with seven guys for a T8. It's you chopped down to about, you know, yeah, you lost money. I would love to explain in real time. So I don't have to go to my, you know, they can't tonight. even They're like, maybe, maybe please. They forgot the dead heat this time. No, they would actually explain to me on a live camera. Like, how yeah. The, the zero time. chance. They can't even get the cut line, right? They don't understand that. They're like, the cut line's going to be two. We're like it's seven 30 on Friday, dude. Like relax. Like it's like, it's going to change. 
<laughs> you know, I, I can always know. I always know the guys who have data golf and who don't on PGA Tour Live when they actually yeah. do just that. Like you have, I think. Right. I think John Swantech is a little better. I think he's got data golf on his phone. He's like, oh, you know, it's two, but guys really light up this golf course. I think he's going to move like three or four the other day. Yeah, exactly. You know, versus like, I don't know. Um, I forget the guy's name, but like I, I remember watching. I think. Uh, Ricky Fowler hit a putt at like noon on Friday. I'm like, oh, he made the cut and he missed about like two shots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> after name everywhere he's going. That Jonathan Coach Jonathan Coachman's uh pretty good. He does the PJ Tour live. He used to be the ESPN cat. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, well, he's yeah, the he's, wrestling guy, so he knows how to promote and sell, yeah, like yeah, create exactly. some drama with your voice and everything. Yeah. Make something exciting when it's just, yeah. you know. He's one of the, he's one of the be- he's one of the better ones. He he is. I I definitely like. Even if his golf knowledge is a little, yeah, a little shaky, he at least fakes it till he makes it. So yeah, exactly. Not that bad. Better. So. He's better than the ESPN Masters crew. Oh god, that's not true. You don't like? Uh, I don't like that don't, caddy who goes around. That's what I'm talking. Oh, about. Michael Collins. Well, he's the worst. Oh, god, he's so bad. Making a Martha Stewart joke. Hey, that oh, was that's right. Yeah, you, was that last week yeah. you texted me that? <laughs> that was this week. <laughs> that was this week. Yeah, he's like, how you doing? I'm like, oh, sweat like Martha Stewart getting a stock tip. Reference about 25 years ago. Listen, I know that reference. You yeah. know that reference. Yeah. Uh, probably Brian Kersher has no idea what that is. No idea. No. He's like, Martha Stewart, the one who hangs out with Snoop. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably true. It's absolutely true. Um, all right, well, uh, yeah, we'll break down some bullshit, but uh, you know what doesn't suck? The game time app. Uh, so uh, listen, you know, if you're buying tickets to any of your favorite events, it shouldn't be stressful. You guys know what it's like on Ticketmaster and all these other sites. They're a nightmare. So Game Times is fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and a theater near you. With killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. So there was a big, this a big ticket agency. I won't name here. Here's their sponsor someday, but wholesaler. Uh, of mine got me tickets to the Pats Jaguars game, right? Club seats, sweet. Me and my buddy tailgating, right? Hanging out with everybody. We're like, all right, guys, we're going to go. We're going to the club. Like, fuck you. And then uh, we get up there and uh, somebody else already had these tickets. Uh, so you're not going to run into that stuff with game time. You're not going to have to be scrambling around uh, whatever Jaguar stadium is called, uh, scalping tickets. So that was, that was super fun. Never use that company again. Uh, so you don't have to worry about that with game time. Um, they got flash deals, easy to find and buy tickets of every kind. And they got the pictures of the seat views, which I think is huge, especially if you go to a place like Fenway where this shit could be in your way. Uh, and it's the lowest price guarantee, event cast cancellation protection, job loss protection, and more. So game time is the place for the last minute deals. Forget planning months in advance. They got deals on tickets right up to the day of the event with exclusive flash deals on football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. And the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and a row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% the difference. So go snag tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app and create an account. Use promo code SGPN for 20% off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code SGPN for 20 bucks off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Okay. All right. Where do you want to go from here? You want to go to the BMW? You want to do a uh, Ryder Cup? I, 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 want to, I want to hear what you've got to say about Lucas Glover. For the Ryder Cup? <laughs> no, no, no. In general. It's Just, in general. In ge- two weeks in a row. Oh, did you see? So you're not on social media. So, of course, uh, there was a, a stir of him actually anchoring the putt, putter because, because he fucking does, right? But whatever. Like, the putter itself is stupid. And, I mean, it's going to touch these guys' clothes. Like, I couldn't really tell if he was doing it or not. But it's close enough anyway. Like, it doesn't make a difference. I hate the fucking putter. I think it's a cheating putter. And I can't believe this asshole won two weeks in a row. You know, one of your favorite players also uses that. Putter. I'm aware. And I was irritated by it. Was I not? You are not when he wins tournaments and wins your bets uh, for it. He hasn't done that with that long putter yet. <laughs> no, at the Sony, he won it with it. Oh, did he already have the long putter? Yeah. Yet? Yeah. You missed out on his way at the Sony. You were really pissed the next week. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. So, what, what are your thoughts, man? I mean, out of nowhere, like I, th- I think it's a testament to getting good mental counseling. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy went to a Navy SEAL golf coach and it helped him turn around his biggest problem in his game, which I mean, listen, I've been handicapping golf for, you know, since 
you know, for the site since 2017. I've been betting yeah. golf since probably 2014, 2013. Like Lucas Glover has been in my life for a lot of that period. And the biggest yeah. thing for him during that whole stretch was, man, if this guy could just only putt, like he would win like five, six times a year because he was just great ball straight. So he was like him and Luke, Luke List basically. And he goes and gets this done. And all of a sudden he's up Denny McCarthy. And all of a sudden, like, okay, now he's pairing the ball striking with it. And it's just, I, I think it's a great story. I think I, I enjoy what's happening. It's like, like, I like the fact that, you know, it's this 43 year old guy who is yeah. really just the hottest player on the PGA tour. And just, you know, like, like his performance on Sunday too. Like, and you could see like the duct tape was definitely coming up. Oh yeah. And <laughs> the fact that he, oil. he, the fact that he saved it with the putter is just amazing. It really is bearing those long putts, and it just—it was great. I, I, I love it. Um, I'm kicking myself for not going back to Glover because it was essentially the same agronomy and same things you want to value at East Lake or at uh, Sedgefield to this place, which actually makes me think uh, he might be pretty good at East Lake in a couple weeks or uh, next week too. Yeah, similar agronomy to you know similar strategy as well. But um, no, I I think it's good as far as the Ryder Cup talk. No. all right, let me play like all right. So what's the difference between Lucas Glover and Billy Horschel in 2014? Who Horschel, listen, Horschel was a better player. He actually played yeah. in a major championship. But that Horschel that's wasn't my really big... doing much that year. Yeah. And then he won, he finished second, first, first in the Fenner's Cup playoffs. Yeah. And they got left off. So I guess considering I understand that, like the fact that we're talking about Lucas fucking Glover on the U.S. team more isn't a type about the strength of the U.S. team um, versus yeah. like his actual resume. But it's like who yeah. who are I guess who's getting left off that you would actually feel sad about if Lucas no. Glover gets the twelfth spot? I mean, I guess it depends on who gets left off, right? Like uh-huh. I don't know. Like I don't want JT on the team. I don't really care if Cam Young's on the team or if you know. I'd take Young over if you know. Okay. Um, uh, JT better not be on this team. That's all I know. Like that's the biggest thing. Like the dude did not earn it in the slightest. Like let him sit on that shit and uh, and come out and maybe have him focus and maybe he'll go, light the world on fire for the next two years so he knows that he's on that team. Yeah, um, I I mean I don't I I don't think he'll be on it. I think the fact that he like the fact that Matthew Neesmith made the top seventy and he didn't like. That's crazy. I know. He had he he had a lot of opportunities yep, to do it, and he's been just kind of lifeless yep. for the last two months or so. And I'm sorry, like a 12th place finish at the Wyndham with a strength of field that's one of the low like bottom <laughs> yeah. two of this year. Like that doesn't really impress me, right? And that's the kind of thing with Cam Young for me too. I like he, so, but Andy brought up that he at least shows up in the majors. Which yeah. is fine, but like, yeah, I mean, he couldn't even win the fucking John Deere. Like, get out of here with that. Like, I don't know. I'd rather Cam Young than Glover, I guess. But at the same point, like, Cam Young's gonna have another kick at the can, I guess. And this is definitely Glover's last shot. So I don't know. Maybe let him go play a singles match. His game would probably fit that course from what I know of it. So mm-hmm. no, I, mean, I, 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 it seems like I mean, the, the Europeans are gonna play a lot of games yeah. with Marco Simone. It's gonna be narrow. It's gonna be, <coughs> excuse me, not quite as penal as what like all national was it seems like you can hit driver a little more at this place but mm. look it's it's a shorterish golf course more plotting positional like it doesn't really fit a cam young style no. to be completely honest it doesn't really fit a bryson style i know he's been batted around but like yeah. i don't know how much i love him for that course um it, I mean, it might be a Lucas Glover course, to be completely honest, which is kind of just shows how bad this U.S. Brian, I mean, all right. Brian Harmon and Lucas Glover on a fucking Ryder Cup. Well, I mean, at least with Brian Harmon, like the guy has a burr up his ass. So I can see him kind of being just really annoying. Burr. But yeah, like he could just also suck. All right. So like so the locks on the team, Scheffler, Cantlay, Xander. Homa is a lock. Spieth is a lock. I mean, Clark's going to make it on points. Kepka's making it on points. Yep. Um, this was the bet I made uh, that uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I was alluding to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one of my books was hanging uh, odds to be captain's picks. And uh, Morikawa oh. was 
Morikawa was minus 225, and I Love laid it. a presence uh, cup bet on that. Uh, he's, yeah, making, yeah. he's making the team. I understand that Morikawa has been kind of uninspiring, but he's still been, I think, like, like top, I think of all Americans, he's like top six in strokes game like over the last six months. Yeah. He lost the playoff at this yeah. at uh Rocket Morris. His ball strike has been great. They're gonna need a guy like that over there too. Yeah. Sure. Whether he's making the fucking team. Oh, he's making the team. Yeah, no, no yeah. doubt. So no I doubt. and, and I feel like that's a yeah. great bet. I love that. Yeah. So I would probably say Ricky's making the team. Harmon's a Why lock. is Ricky making the team? He runs well, because he did well in the majors this year. He won an event. In the body of work for this year, he should yes. make it. I mean, all right. So, all right. Ricky, I listen, I listen. My, my only beef will be if Ricky makes it and Keegan doesn't. That'll be my that'll be my only beef. So you think? So you think Keegan had a better year than Ricky? Yeah, he won twice I, in, a, I, I, in an I, elevated event. Wins count for something, man. And it was an elevated event versus the Rocket. I, I don't know if I agree with that, but okay. Yeah, um, I mean, that's my take on it. Fine. Fine. All right. So Keegan or Ricky, you're taking. All right. So we're, we're up to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. All right. So we got three spots left, essentially. Yeah. So Ricky or Keegan, you're taking Keegan? Yeah. Okay. Ricky or Russell Henley? Oh, fucking Ricky. Okay. Ricky Joker. or um, Cam Young? Ricky. Ricky or Tony Fino? Ricky. Ricky or Sam Burns? Ricky. Ricky or JT Poston? <laughs> Ricky. JT okay. So that's my point. He's on this. <laughs> JT Poston cannot be on this team. Okay. So, so he's on the team. So, like, now we're fighting with like those guys at the back end, like the Henleys yeah. and Fino. I'm going to be honest. Um, I can't believe this. I think I'm taking Henley. No, stop it. I, stop. At least he, the guy. <laughs> Excuse me. Is accurate off the tee. The ball string has been pretty good. Like, I'm sorry, but he's been better than Tony P now. Yeah, no, listen, months. I hear you, but Jesus, you want to talk about like the ultimate fucking choking dog. Like, I don't want that guy fucking up two with three to play. Like he's gonna he's gonna lose all three. Like that's he just probably the way it would. Well, <laughs> like I, I I at least can look at Russell Henley, like, okay, what are you good at? Because that's the thing. That's the thing about this yeah. this team format is you you make the right pairings. You pair strengths with strengths. Yeah. Russell Henley, extremely good ball striker, is going to find the fairways. An alternate shot that can be very good. So, you know, I I I, I think I'd want him on the team, and probably probably Cam Young. I think he's just talented enough too. But yeah, like I think it just it just shows how weak this back end of the U.S. team is, and yeah, it's not as weak as the Euros, and that's what I think I've talked myself into, like. I get the 190 was a good number, but now it's starting to creep back to, I think I saw some 130s yesterday, one, no, 135s yesterday. Yeah. That thing, I mean, pretty silly. <laughs> well, like, it's good. It gets to like just... minus 120. Like that's going to be, uh, yeah. Well, well, yeah. I mean, that's why the European bet was gaining steam was because you look at the state of this US team, like why are they minus 200 right now? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that was ridiculous. But now it's like US minus 140. I think that's actually, about right pretty now, because you yeah. just mentioned it. Back in the European team, also pretty weak. Like Seb Strock is being on the team. Like Seb Strock has had a good year, but he's really up and down. Like it's Seb Strock at the end. Yeah, you have no idea who you're getting. With, right. With that's Seb that's Strzok. like their Lucas Glove. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> but um, no, like and, and like the European team also has similar problems to the US team. Like there's a lot of unsparring yeah. play. Like, I mean, you know, you bank bank on Rory, bank on Rom, Flea was been playing great, bank on Hatton, bank on Hovland. Yeah. yeah so strong, they had, a, they had six really good guys. Yeah, it's strong top six. <laughs> Excuse me. I am really coughing a lot. I guess I'm rusty yeah, man. doing this. <laughs> <laughs> so why well, to pick up the smoking because you gave it up. That's right. Yeah, so there you go. Really um, well. I mean, look, like Lowry didn't make the playoffs, it's not great. Yeah. Rose battled back last week, but he started he did. Off real shitty. Uh Fitzpatrick is a, just a lie broken at this point. There's something wrong with him. What's what, what happened to him? He's I broken. think it's because he chased distance and it fucked up his game. But he, he he's won since then. He won Heritage. He won Heritage, but that was really about it. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> and then like you got your. I was hoping Ludwig would make a run. He didn't do anything. He's, he's not, not on the team. Yeah, he's no, not, he's not on the team. So the, it's it's one of the point guards is going to make it, right? Uh, my personal preference is Nikolai. I like. I think he's it has a higher ceiling than Rasmus. 
Uh, Rasmus seems like a little more consistent player, though. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, you got your Yannick Pauls. People are fans of him. You got Moronk who's going to be on the team. I want to know Yannick Paul if I tripped over in my fucking living room. Like, I would not recognize. Honestly, I wouldn't either because he, <laughs> his best determinants was when they were playing all those like Korean, like Indian events since the middle, middle of the night. So, yeah, you know, I don't really know what he does. <laughs> but yeah, look, I, I guess my overall point is like both these teams kind of suck. <laughs> and it might end up coming down to. So, I don't know if people are talking about this either, but like, what's the U.S. team going to do between the Tour Championship and the Ryder Cup? Because what, are they going to play Fortnite? That's it? Yeah. He's going to sit for a yeah. month? Like, the Euros, though, they got the BMW PGA. They're all going to go over for that. They got, um, I think, the Irish Open. A couple of those guys yeah. are going to play for that, too. <laughs> so, it's from like a perspective of like just rust. Like we're gonna have a lot of these unknowns of the U.S. team, and they're not gonna be playing any golf. Ugh. Like that seems like a bad combo. I know. How much money am I gonna lose this week? That week, like I'm terrified. Like because the matchups, like I'm already like maybe only bet like uh, three units on U.S. Oh. Maybe only three football bets instead of the ten that we usually do. Bet on our own team <laughs> for real. Yeah, for real. All right, fucking. Um, all right, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I don't hate that breakdown. That's fine. Like. Okay. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's really the only thing I have to. Like, the FedEx Cup is a joke. I don't take it seriously at all. Um, I know you love next week. Uh, with <laughs> next week's your favorite week of the year. I'm back just in time. I can't. That's why I am back. By the way, got to prep doesn't, myself. Doesn't bother for the you at all. Forty-five minute rant about how East like fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, all right. Well, before we break anything else down, talk to you guys about Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. Uh, you get to sign up to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL win totals contest with the thousand dollar first place prize. Besides season long contests, they also have weekly contests just for the Patreons, uh, plus a monthly SGP stories podcast, completely ad free and full behind the scenes stories from SGPN. There's even a Discord channel just for the patrons. Uh, only you can prevent corporate gambling, so do your part and sign up today. Sportsgamepodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamepodcast.com slash Patreon. All right, so All right. Dieter wa- Dieter wants us to talk about some guys. Yeah, so Dieter, we're gonna we're gonna change we're changing up our format, seeing how me and Steve only talk uh, you know once or twice a week now versus uh, doing three fucking shows. Um, so we're gonna break down the whole board, talk about guys we like, and give give bets as we go through it. Okay. All right. So why don't we? It's what twenty seven minutes in the show. Why don't we actually talk about gambling on this tournament? Then let's do it. The show. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I'm so, you so, know what? You don't want to talk anymore? Eighties, eighties to fifties sitcoms. Uh, or like kids TV shows we used to watch. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. So maybe I'll all maybe right. I'll put in the description. Hey, if you want to skip all the bullshit, go to twenty seven minutes. <laughs> damn tournament. Yeah. All right, so let's start at the top here. You got Scotty Scheffler, Rory McIlroy, about seven to one or so, depending on what book you have. Yeah. John Rahm, ten to one. Patch Cantlay, twelve to one. Let's just focus on those four guys. Yep, right there. Now we are in a period right now where big favorites, big shocks, not hitting. And I think it's actually kind of symbolic or it's, it's not symbolic, but like I think it's related to what the discussion we just had about the Ryder cup teams where it seems like nobody's playing really good right now. So it's like, so before like the beginning of the year, like it seemed like there was like a group of like 20 guys that were just playing super golf. Like, okay, is a guy 80 to one going to beat all those guys? You know, now the pool's like, like in a given week, I only really feel good about like, you know, those four, like, Maybe a couple guys down the board, but other than that, though, like, yeah, it doesn't feel good. So, like, I guess the question. So now we're starting to get steam of, well, let's just bet long shots. Long shots are just winning, and yeah. for me, that usually means chalk is going to kill everybody this week, right? Yeah, I would agree. And I actually, I brought this up uh, talking with Andy last night. Like now, the seven to ten to one range with a fifty man tournament, I think presents the most value. Like we were having to eat these fucking numbers. In regular tournaments or majors, and now it's fifty guys with no cut, where you see the cream for the most part rise to the top. Um, so I, I, so I bet Rory. Um, I just think he's playing so well right now. Um, for whatever reason, he likes the FedEx Cup playoffs because not enough, you know there's not a ton of pressure because it actually doesn't mean anything. So he can win the tournament. It's not a major where he completely puts himself in a mental pretzel and, and can't 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 do four rounds. But yeah, I mean if this is a driving course, like he is absolutely just murdering the golf ball right now. And he's not missing left and right like Rom was. Dude, how many times did we see Rom double cross himself 
um, over the last four days. Like it was oh, crazy. Yeah. Like it was just weird to see. Yeah, it was weird to see. And I just like, and I know Scotty can get his putter back at any minute and just fucking and run away with it. I just, I don't know if he can get it back. Like he's not good, buddy. Like it's he tried that new putter uh, with the lineup didn't help. Um, seemed to help on Thursday, but then lost it again over the weekend. So I, I think I think seven or eight to one Rory in a fifty man field. I feel like that's really good value. So I bet Rory. Okay, I mean, so Rory for me was just a top ten. Like I just feel like I am getting a, a minus one thirty on the top ten. Wow. Like, I think most of the markets yeah. like minus one forty, minus one thirty. But look, like Rory was essentially built for these type of courses here. Like if yeah. you look through. And I, I made a list of kind of comp courses, like just ones where like similar driving accuracy rates, similar green and regulation rates, tough, tree line, narrow, driver heavy, like stuff of that, uh, stuff like that. And like, like the the number of top tens in his career just at this place, I think it's like a just looking, just guessing, like a seventy percent clip of top tens. So <laughs> yeah, so that's and those are in full field events, like hundred man yeah. events, like this is fifty guys, and like we just mentioned that I don't feel like. There's only like six guys who are actually playing good golf right now, and yeah. Rory's one of them. And he's got the yeah, Rory's actually gaining. He's gaining with his putter again. He is, which yeah. Is crazy. And I also calculate. I also uh, captured because these are a little quicker undulating greens. Even though it's mm-hmm. been raining a lot, they cut it to where it's going to run twelve at thirteen the sit meter. Yeah. Um, you know, and he's been really good at those courses too. So top ten for me, it seems like just kind of a lot there. I mean, it also seems like just Patrick Cantlay just. These are the types of courses that he just comes and just does well at. I've yeah. got like a, a minus 105 for a top 10 on him too. Like, look, like been dominating off the tee. He's been adding a lot of distance. The iron numbers haven't been all that great, but if this is a tournament where, you know, look, it is going to be softer, but it's going to be narrow fairways. There's going to be some wind too, and that kind of played a little factor for some of the guys I bet this week or didn't bet that we'll talk about didn't down bet. the board. Uh, really good short game, great putting on these types of surfaces too. Like, it seems like just a top 10 for him, but I never do this. I never bet towards the top of the board. I actually did bet someone at the top of the board. I actually did bet Scotty. Uh, okay. And I was able to, at DraftKings, uh, he slipped to 750 and he could add three points to it. So I got Scotty at about 10 to 1. Nice. Yeah. And yeah, I, I can't hate it. I mean, like, it really is going to come down to the putter. Um, I understand the concerns there. I just feel like. And maybe I got the different impression than you did. I actually thought he putted okay on Thursday with it. Now I know no, he I lost. Said, I said he. I said he. I said he played. I thought. I said Thursday he putted well. I oh, okay. All right. Week. I must have missed yeah, that yeah. then. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, so looking back at his results though, and like I, I know I'm kind of comping this to like um, Oak Hill a little bit. He did mm-hmm. gain strokes putting at Oak Hill. He did gain strokes putting at. LACC and that had a lot of undulation of those greens too. Masters, obviously. Yeah, you see like a Zalatoris come to like these types of greens, and all of a sudden, because he is kind of a good lag putter, he hits it so close to that three putting everywhere. And that's the one thing about this place, too, is like if you're if your arm game's not very good, it's very difficult to putt from long distance here. And Scotty just never seems to have that problem. Yeah. So I actually I, I think he's due. He's been really good at these types of courses as well. Uh, there's a little bit of a crossover to guys been really good at like Memorial Park in here. Guys been really good at the Renaissance Club in here. Like obviously Tory Pines. Like mm-hmm. he's been good at a lot of these. Like where there's a lot of drive, dr- lot of driver, narrow, low driving accuracy rates, low green regulation rates. And he just kind of cleans up. So yeah. um, I actually did bet Scotty at the top of the yeah. board here. Yeah, I don't hate it. I mean, it was between the one of him or uh rory for me and because of my hate for rory like i don't know when i get a feeling on him i, I don't really ignore it you know what i mean because i just like him so much so if i get a feeling on him i, I bet him when i get a weird feeling so. that's fine and maybe i maybe i'm just protecting myself from like the community rory win because i think oh is there is there a ton of people on rory very mainstream um this week but um yeah i mean that's my way of protecting Look, they, they've been winning They've been they've been winning. So. I mean, look, like I was on uh, narrative street wins. Yeah, I, I, I listen when you have two of the three guys in the playoff, and the narrative street shock happens. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that usually makes for a very bad Sunday, which I was unfortunately a party to about a month ago. So, all right, I, I mean, I don't think there's really much to say other than like, I mean, nah. like Rom is also really good. Like, obviously, he won there. He's been really good in these types of courses. Like you just mentioned, like off the tee has not been good. So, all right. Yep. All right. Well, I'm I moved on to uh, 
let's go to between like 18 and 31. So you got Alexander, Hovland, Fleetwood, Morikawa, Homahan. I mean, three fine choices. You can make case for all of them. Yep. Did you did you bet any of these? Or no, no? I bet I no, because I bet Rory at seven to one. So, so you single bullet? No, I, so I I did two guys later, like deep, deep, just because I don't want to get card shamed on Twitter about how I construct my card. But it does make sense anyway. You know what I mean? When I got somebody seven to one, they're just basically my on brand guys. Uh, um, that that if they do win and I'm not there, I will be apoplectic. So fuck that. Um, but if I was gonna bet in this area, I think do we go all the way to thirty? Did we go or did we stop at twenty five? Yeah, we stop it. We can go to thirty, like the hat hat and range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, like the three guys that I was looking at before I decided on Rory were Vic, Spieth, and Hatton. Okay. So, Spieth, man, I don't know. He he's driving the ball like really well. And he's Spieth. And so, like, I was motherfucking him on Thursday from taking my first round leader. Um, but he does shit like that. I don't know. It, does it seem like he didn't play really well at, at Oak Hill? Um, I don't know. Is this a Spieth course? It's not a course, but like, like it's not like a prototypical. It, it used course, to be, it used know. to be a type of Spieth course when he actually knew where the ball was going. Um, uh, so uh, of the comp courses I laid out since 2019, and there's I'm looking at probably like 28 tournaments. I see only two top tens at yeah. like places like all your BMWs, your Wingfoots, your Oakmont or, or uh, Oak Hills, your Shadow Creeks, even uh, Chapultepec, even oh, Torrey Pines. <laughs> so you have a T3 at Bethpage Black, but that's when he literally gained like a billion strokes putting that week. It was all over the map. He basically pulled like a Kevin, or he basically pulled a Brian Harmon uh, in that tournament. Uh, He got a T10 at the Scottish Open last year. Other than that, though, no, like his courses now are your Southwinds, your Harbor Towns, your River Highlands, Heritage, San Antonio's Heritage. Like, it's those types of courses where he doesn't have to hit driver a ton. He can kind of club down a little bit and kind of just work his magic, plot around. And this is just not that course for him. So I, I don't really like speed. Yeah, really that's fine. So, yeah, I mean, I, so I, I, for whatever reason, it, it, like when I looked at the stats, it wasn't there, but I don't know. For whatever reason, I, I got a bug in my ear about him going into this week, but I chose Rory, so it doesn't fucking matter. But I really liked Hatton too. Um, but I don't know, man. Like, like I, I get a nice flop lag spot. But at the same point, when the fuck was the last time this dude won? Abu Dhabi? Abu Dhabi. Yeah. And like, that was a long time ago. It was a long I mean, time I, ago, man. Yeah, I mean, he was recently in the mix at. Um, he was in the mix at, at, at a ton of shit this year. Well, I, not re- all right. Defined in the mix, like Fair actually enough. fighting for a win or like kind of hanging around top five, not really have a chance. Because there's so a there's lot quite, of those this year. Yeah, there's there's way more of that. Correct. Yeah, like I, I think at I think at Bay Hill he was in the mix. Like really, Bay Hill he was in the mix. Yeah, he was in. The he mix. was definitely in the mix at the Renaissance Club, which you had a bet on, and then he pooped down his leg. Yep, um, super fun. Raise it like, <laughs> and what like, but he also has a decent track record on a lot of these types of courses. Whereas a lot of driver, like you know, low driving accuracy rates, low green regulation rates, and because he's a decent scrambler, the iron plays been really good all year. Uh, he's gained a lot of distance off the tee too. So mm-hmm. I have a bet on Haddon for a top ten of plus two hundred, but it's because I don't have any faith that he's actually going to win. Because yeah. why? I guess would I expect him to suddenly win when I just win. I don't really recall a ton of times he's in contention and yeah, sure. but I but I, I think the fact I, I like the fact that it's gonna be a little windier like he does have the around the green game do well he does putt pretty well so he's faster like bent poa undulating surfaces too uh the off the tee game even though short from a short game perspective has been all that good recently has a lot of length the iron play's been great especially from over 150 this year um I do like Hatton but just not for a, a win Gotcha. All right, fair enough. Any thoughts on on uh, Vic? Uh, you know, I considered Vic. The wind has me concerned for Thursday and Sunday. Um, I just think I've just know I bet the Hovland a lot this year, and I've seen a lot of my outrights blow up when the wind starts. And it's not because it's like the around the green stuff. He's actually been pretty good. Like I remember that Scottish Open where he got really windy on Sunday and he faded on the leeward, but he actually gained strokes around the around the green that week. But the iron play just kind of 
goes to crap with him. And when he can't consistently find a lot of greens, it, 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 it's tough sliding for him. Like, I really do need, like, not a whole lot of win with Holland. That was a concern. I'd say thing with Morikawa. I want to bet Morikawa, too. Like, he's been good at Torrey Pines, good like a Riviera, too, like where you wouldn't expect him to do well. But again, with the wind, yeah, I, I, I can't think of many good performances in wind from Morikawa. So, oh. so he's out. Oh. Um, thought about Homa. I just couldn't get there. Mm-hmm. I didn't love some of the course fits I saw other than like Tori and Riv. That was really about it. Yeah. Um, I did find a top. I, I'm going back. To, I considered the outright on Tommy Fuller just because everybody's out on him. Yeah, but it's it just you, like with because Hat he's, because he's yeah he's big. But just like with Hat, it's gonna be a top ten for at two to one on him too. Like oh, again, like, like decent yeah. decent course history. Some of these comp courses I I talked about, like you know he's got enough length. He's averaging about three or two off the box this year. But from a strokes game perspective, you know makes a good combination of length and accuracy. He's been hitting a ton of fairways lately, getting a ton of strokes off the tee. The iron play has been great, great around the green too. So it's a good all around game for I think for this place. But you're gonna roll your eyes. And this is a leap of faith. Mm-hmm. So I watched a lot of Xander last week, and I had a be- and I had a bet. Oh on Christ! Xander. All right, I had a bet on Xander. I watched him too because he was my stupid fucking uh, eliminator uh, golfer. There was a five stretch. Like, let's say like, you watch the Marvel movies, right? You know the multiverse. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. In some other universe. There's a place where Xander was thirteen under. Heading into Sunday. This was the chain of events that happened the last five holes. He was at eight under, I think, on, I think, like, 14 or so. Max Homa drained the same putt as him. It was, like, 10 feet. Gave him the perfect line. Xander lined up for birdie. He was eight under at this point. Missed that one. He ended up double bogey in the next hole. He only, he missed a seven-footer for birdie on the par five. And then he missed a six-footer on 18 for birdie. There's five strokes right there. So he could have yeah. went from eight to 13. Instead, he ended up, I think, at seven. Yeah. He was out of it. True. It's true. But now, we actually, but now we actually go to a golf course where like, Xander crushes these types of places. Like a lot of runner-up finishes, a lot of top fives. Obviously, he's got the win at like the Renaissance Club. Like Eastlake kind of has a little bit of a crossover as far as like what they, things you got to do well there, what you got to do well here. Good tracker at Torrey Pines. Like, Couple other BMW championships that kind of value that same thing. Seventh at Wingfoot. Like I noticed with like that top five where you had like Finau and Matsuyama and DJ and Rom. Like those are all in the top five. They all dominated like just top to bottom those courses that I looked at. And Xander's the same way. And I understand that like he's been kind of lackluster this year, but like I feel like he's been closer to a win than people give him credit for. He should have won Quail Hollow. Oh, the iron play has been great. He's gained a lot. He was in struggle a bit off the tee, but I just feel like at this type of course, I got him a 22 to one. That's fine. And so that it's, so it's, it's Scotty and Xander for me this week. Those okay. are my favorites. All right. Listen, it, fine. Whatever. I just, I don't know. I, I know. I'm a, I'm a sucker. I get yeah, it. I, I swore, I swore Xander off again this year. Uh, just like I did Cantlay. I was able to stick with it with Cantlay. I wasn't able to stick with it with Xander. I bet him at least once this year, but okay. I'm good. I'm good. All right. All right. Let's go to the next. Let's go to the next range. You got your like Cam Youngs. You got your aforementioned Lucas Glovers. We're talking about Spieth. We don't need to talk about him anymore. Yeah. Hideki's Fowler, Wyndham Clark, Sung Jay, Russell Henley, Tony Fino, Tom Kim. All those guys are like around like 40, 50 to one. So any yeah. of those, any of those guys, did you either bet for positional or like any of them like pique your interest? Uh, so, uh, I want to bet Wyndham Clark top ten, but okay. his form is not great. Like okay, like would you expect Wyndham Clark to do well at Southwind? Yeah, that's fair. That's what I'm like. Uh, I wanted to talk to you <laughs> and see if I was crazy. Like, I mean, the guy won two big boy events. You know what I mean? And like, this is a golf course that should fit him pretty well. It it definitely should. I mean, if you're kind of looking for like like let's say it plays out exactly like it did in 2020. Distance guys who are good around the green and good putters, and he's really yeah. good putting on these fast undulating bent post surfaces. Yep. That, like, yeah, that's what you really want there. Yeah, I think I think I'm going to bite the bullet in it because I think his number is kind of disrespectful. For I mean, it's it it's funny. You know what I mean? I'm like, dude, this guy won two big boy events, and he's the, basically the same price as Benny Ann. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think what uh, what's uh, let me take a look at the tight. 
Okay. What doctor yeah. number can you get on them? I mean, I I have to go look at the numbers. Yeah, that's fine. Don't worry. I'm getting. I'm guess it. probably probably three to one. Probably you can get on him, which yeah, that's what I'm looking for. It's not bad. I mean, like with how I structured my card already, like I'm full on the top tens, and I just I, I his top twenty price. I think it was like around like even odds, and like there Ooh. is that worry that like maybe he is turning back into Wyndham Clark, and we all knew. Yeah, at this point. Mm-hmm. So, but I definitely think you make the case for him. I think there yeah. definitely is a good case for him. I didn't bet him, but I, I think that's not bad. I can get the top twenty at minus. Uh, one twenty. Now I I can look at my other ones and see, but and then uh, top ten is two seventy five. Okay, but it's no think, it's no dead heat, no dead heat either. Go with the top ten, see what happens. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. Okay. Good. Yeah. Um, any thoughts on uh, like Song Jay this week? You know, finally seems like he's waking up a little bit. Nope, I die. Yeah. Like, you, know, you know, bro. I'm just I'm out on him. Like he's just I just can't with him. Like he, he yeah. Always makes, I, one bad decision that ruins the whole fucking weekend, like whatever it is. And I'm just yeah, this doesn't this doesn't seem like a Sunjay course, really. Um, I think this is put up or shut up week for Tony Fee now. I feel it, like it's been that way for months. <laughs> it's it's really put up or shut up. Now look, like it's. I know we crapped on him earlier. He did just have a top ten at three M. Like that's a golf course has been very good to him. Obviously, yeah. The field blue, and it's it's like a comfy place for him. You like see, that's not impressive. Well, this is a comfy place for him. He finished fifth place in twenty twenty, and like these types of yeah. golf courses are stuff he dominates at. Like you know, like really good at Riviera, really good Torrey Pines, got the Wyndham Memorial Park there. You know that yeah. year. Um, you know, like so that leaderboard. I, I know DJ finished second in Memorial Park. Hideki finished, I think, like third. Jason Kokrak was in that top ten. He won yeah. Memorial Park there too. Yeah. So a lot of little crossover there. Like, and I get it. Like, that's definitely a driver heavy golf course with some undulating greens. I definitely see the crossover between the two. Um, you know, he's got he's got that win there, like a fifth. Obviously, I just mentioned that Olympia Fields. I mean, he is really good. This is a Tony Fino type of golf course. Now, the yeah. fact of the matter is, though, he's been dreadful off the tee for basically the last couple of months. The iron play has gone really downhill. And the putter's a mess. And the power is a mess, but historically on these faster undulating bent posters, he's been very good. So other than his driving his irons and his putting, he should be fine. (laughs) I I did not bet him, but there I I saw plus one twenty top twenties on him. And it's like, can like you're Tony Fino, can you not can you just beat sixty percent of the field on golf courses usually tailor made to you? I didn't Um, bet it, but I this is put up or shove. Like if he actually wants to play the Ryder Cup, if he wants to do something, like it's go time for him. Because if he if he lays another egg here, he's yeah. never been good at East Lake. Yeah. So that's not going to happen there, and he's probably not going to get picked at that point. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not fucking with Tony. But I'm also not targeting Tony either because you figure that would be a guy that I would target to like in a matchup or something like that. But because this should play well. This is like a perfect course for him. Like I didn't, I didn't put him in a matchup. He's just nowhere on my card. Okay. All right. Let's get to guys over 50 to one. So we got, you know, we got Wass asking for a couple guys. So, all right. So he Tagala, you in or out? Out. He's too squarely off the tee. Yeah. But like, he's been, I know weirdly good know. at like these types of play. Like what did he finish last week? Was he like 13th at Southwind? Yeah, it sounds right. And like, you don't have to be, was, you don't be was, accurate there. He's been good no. at Riv, good at Tory. Like, yeah. I, 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 I didn't get with it with Tagala. I think that is the borderline reckless to bet him to actually win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I can see him doing well. He's got some pop off the tee. He's good around the green. Like he does. He's basically like, like a slight. He's like Jason Day kind of right now. Oh, okay. Like his iron is absolutely garbage. But if the guy can just get up and down and drain some pots, yeah, I think he could work some magic here. All right. What's his what's his top ten? Let's see. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Um all right. Like see, it's five five a little over five to one. It's not bad. That's all right. Yeah. All right. How about uh how about some Siwoo action in or out? Nah, I'm out. Yeah, out. He sucks at these type of courses too. <laughs> this is yeah, not a Siwoo course. Uh, how about Adam Shank in or out? I mean, definitely not the fucking win. Um, I, I I wouldn't hate a a top twenty on him at the right price. So he's definitely started to fade. 
little bit. I mean, he just, I mean, he just did well last week. Top ten, I think. Did at least he? top, at least top at, fifteen. At Southwind. Yeah, hang on. Yeah, T six. He did. Yeah. Okay. Dude, let's I see mean, how he did it. Let's pull it up. Let's see how he did it. I mean, he did with the irons. Irons are putting. Yeah, he lost it around the green. I think. I think my concern with him is he is really poor around the green, and unless he can just defy expectations and hit a lot more greens in the field. I, I don't love that combination, even though he's got some pop. I think that might come yeah. back to bite him. The fact that he's really bad around the green. Cause like, that's going to be, I think green regulation rate, if it's really going to be that's windy, like on Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, I think that's bad news for Adam. Shea. Death for him. Yeah. You're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. You're okay. probably right. Do you remember, uh, remember when we first started, remember when we first started the show and I'd be playing Adam Shank in the 6K range every fucking week because all he would do is make cuts. Yeah, and then he missed like 18 in a row. <laughs> then he and like, and, yeah, so, and suddenly that stopped. Yeah, exactly. So. All right, so, so, I, so we talk about those guys. Who actually do you like that's like over 50 to 1 this week? For like all right, so I bet, Keegan, I bet Keegan. All right, so you bet Keegan. All right, so like my Keegan. little comment to you kind of said like, yeah, that was it. Keegan. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Now I have to bet him. And whatever, it's on brand. Plus, like I really want him to do well, so this is like one of those like I want to happen bets. Um, I'll probably look at a top 20 for him too. Um, he should do well here as well. Um, he should, he didn't qualify for the BMW 2020, but like, yeah, look like good at Torrey Pines, good at the country club of Jackson. That's another one that kind of has a weird crossover at this place. Uh, Mackenzie Hughes and smash and Munoz were in those top tens, uh, that, uh, that week. Um, you know, I just wish, I just wish he played better at fucking Southwind. Like, I don't know. Like he was, he was. He was cooking on Thursday and then just started falling apart. Southwind is different. Southwind's different than this place. I mean, I, I, I would equate this yeah. place closer to Firestone. He's won at Firestone. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I'm, I, listen, I'm fine with it. Sixty to one, seventy to one in some spots. Uh, and yeah, man, it's uh, it's my boy. So why would I not? Why would I? So I actually, that was my only two bets: Rory okay. and Keegan. So all so. right, yeah, Keegan is a top twenty for me. Kind of the reasons I mentioned there. Uh, I'm taking the cheese. And I know the world is betting Ben on, but if I kind of think that driving distance and good around the green game is going to be important, then I mean, Ben on probably yeah. is a bad here. And he's actually done pretty well here. So a top 20, he's, I got play, top he's been playing his balls off. I got top 20 on him at plus 125. Like it. I think the fact that he had plus money where he's got to be 60% of the field, he's playing great. And he's got the skill sets there. And then I found a Kurt Kitayama plus 335. For a top wow. 20. And look, you look at his skill sets, pretty long off the tee, good around the green. Now his putter sucks, but actually on faster undulating bent post services have been pretty good. And he's got that really good finish at Oak Hill mm-hmm. recently. That's a good compost. I think the fact that I can get more than three to one in Kurt Kediyama, who's been decent these types of tracks for just a top 20. I mean, look, like the positional yeah, market, the positional market sucked this week. Yeah. And, but that one, that one's yeah, no shit. It's freaking yeah. guys in the field. Yeah. So I like so those. One. So those are my top twenties. Others I considered in this range. I mean, if the if if everybody's missing greens, I mean, Jason Day can squeeze out a top twenty. I think so. Yeah, I don't hate that. I might look. I might go back and look at that price. About Nick Taylor. Taylor. Hmm. Uh, what do you like about him then? No, I, just, I mean, just just curious. Like, I don't know if you had a thought on him. Like, he's another. Longer, I mean, he's short. He's he loses longer he, shot. He's short. He loses strokes off the tee. He hasn't been scrambling very well lately. Not very. Think, good. So I, I remember him. I was trying to pull up. Right. I remember him being a good scrambler. He isn't. But, yeah. Eh, last fifty rounds. Not lately. Not lately. <laughs> Um, I've heard some buzz on Adam Svensson this week. I can kind of get behind okay. that. Like his T degree numbers have been pretty good recently. Iron numbers have been great. The scramble a little better, you know, recently. He's been pretty good on fast undulating bed post surfaces in his career. Yeah. That's not bad. I've heard some buzz on Corey Connors. I don't really get that. Is it just because of the Oak Hill finish? Probably. Because his arms his arms are bad. He's really bad around the green. And like I guess it's because like his putter's been on a run, but like that's gonna end at some yeah. point. Well, yeah, that always that always ends in a car wreck. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he played well at FedEx. I mean, he's got he's got two top tens and 
in the top 20 in his last four. So. I guess. Like, I yeah. feel like Corey, some of Corey Connors, I think, best putting performances have been on like more flattish, like southeastern. Yeah, like, I would agree with that. Courses like Valspar or um, Harbor Town or. He gained fucking over three strokes putting. Last or Southwind, which is Good bad Lord. greens. And now we're actually going to get to actual greens. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, and, and, and his chip. Well, his chipping's like his chipping's pretty flat for the most part. So I don't know. How, yeah, no, I'm how good. About, I'm how about uh, how about Taylor Moore? No, no. He's got some pop. Mm-hmm. His iron's been pretty good from over one fifty this year. He's been good around the green lately. He's pretty good putting at some of these faster surfaces. <sighs> yeah, no, I'm good. You're good. <laughs> What's he? What's he, what's he done on some of these types of tracks? So, I don't know, but he, he he melted on fucking Sunday. Well, because he wore black, he pulled the he tried to be Patrick Reed, be all the tough guy, be like, "Oh, these guys are so hot, I'm gonna wear black." And the guy had to change his shirt by the turn. <laughs> Guy's just an idiot. Maybe, maybe but, that's what it is. Yeah, he's just, he's just a moron. But I think he's an okay golfer. I mean, all right, so he's got an 11th at Torrey Pines, 24th at Country Club at Jackson, 21st at Riv. That, that's not bad for, like, a top 20 consideration. What's uh, – I get for a top 20 on him. Let's see. Let's look at the market here. It's Taylor Moore. Plus, I have 190 on FanDuel. That's dead heated, but that's close mm. to 2-1. to one. Yeah, close to 2-1. to one. I don't know. That's a consideration there. Yeah, so I think I'm probably looking at like like Taylor Moore or Jason Day or well, Jason Day's top 20 price is like even eyes. I don't know if I want that. I don't think that's bad though. I can get you know actually you know what I'm looking at right now? I can get a hmm. plus I can get a plus one ninety on top twenty on Tagala. I think that's my ad. That might be fun. I think I think that's my play. I think I talked myself into Tagala in this podcast. All right. All right, I'm going to add that. Hmm. Now that'll be, some, the, that'll be my fourth man in on the top 20s. All right, they get some wonky ass silly bets on um, in offshore. Okay, that like I what? think so. Check so first round driving distance. Who has the longest drive? <laughs> Rory's two. Okay, Rory's two to one. Is there anybody who can outdrive Rory? Well, I, so I saw similar bets. Is that on like a certain hole or is it just like long? No, drive? just in the round. In the round. I mean, Cam Young could. So, so I was, so I had, I had both of them written down. So I have Rory and Young because Cam Young's six to one. Um, what about Wyndham? Well, Wyndham Clark could. That's 10 to um, one. I think those are the only ones that I, I mean, mention. Rom could if he really had a hole one. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna do that. Cam, um, Davis, is Cam Davis could. Sam Burns could. Burns isn't on the list. Actually, Ben on could. You know, Ben on averaged three sixteen off the tee this year. Yeah, Ben on's only six to one too. Yeah, yeah. How's how's he hit it that fucking it's insane? Um, and then they got uh, they have like they call it uh, boss of the mop. So who who's gonna record the fewest pots in the first round? That's hilarious. <laughs> Denny McCarthy eight to one. Uh, Fleetwood ten to one. Brendan Todd, like they got like, uh, yeah. So it's, so it's gotta be a guy who's going to miss a shit ton of greens, but he's going to get up and down everywhere. That's good. Right. So, so Jordan at eight to one, maybe. How about Jason day? <laughs> he's not terrible on, he's not iron player, there. but he just gets up and down from everywhere. Do they have Keegan Bradley on this list at 16 to one? That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but I thought those were those are fun little bets. I was like, oh, these are these are cute. Okay. I'm not gonna bet them. Those All right. Cute. All right. Uh, I saw those? I saw I saw a winning score. I didn't touch it because the win and I don't really know how the weather's gonna how it's gonna play. Yeah, but I saw an over under of two seventy two and a half, which is yeah. minus seven and a half over like under par. Mm. I think probably ten wins it. Oh, you think so? Today's gonna play a, a nice chuck. Uh, yeah, I, I, chuck I, I think people really forget how difficult the conditions were at uh, at, at twenty twenty, yeah. and you had no fans where uh, it was just oh, all right. rough was up, so you couldn't have like a wild miss and like trample. I down. forgot like, about that. There was that. Like it was like if you found if you're hitting a pro shot from the rough, like it wasn't hitting the green. That was. Yeah, that was the week I caught my hand right before we met up in golf. 
I watched the final hole oh. from my phone in the emergency room in the in the little minute clinic. I did, my I did not hand, know that. I didn't know hand sewn up. Yep. Yes. Well, anyways, <laughs> I mean I five five under won that year, and they had crazy wins the first couple of days, and like it was just firm as shit. Like it's not. Yep. It's not going to be that this time around. So I, yeah. I would say probably I'm leaning under. I think ten. I think ten under is going to get it done. Okay. Okay. I like it. Dude, listen, at least it's still at least it's still a fucking test. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah, it it's should be. If this is work. not a test this week, then this whole thing up. is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I fucking give up. If this, if this thing might as well give easy. up. Yeah, might as well give this whole thing up. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So, what do we got next week? Are we doing a course? Well, so we're only gonna do one show. I honestly like. So here's the thing. I can break down East Lake, but. And we'll talk about this on the betting show next week. Heading into, there's only 10 guys who actually win the Fags Cup. Yeah. Based on how they do the starting strokes. Now, you can do like, you know, without starting strokes, we'll talk about that market. I'll probably bet that. But like, if that's, you're that's one of those people market. that think like, 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 oh, this guy's starting two under, three under, he's got a shot to win. No. Nope. No. I've run, <laughs> I've run the numbers. I've studied the golf course. It's a golf course problem and it's a systematic problem with this thing. Yep. So. Stay do our show on Tuesday. Do yeah, we'll do a show, on, show Tuesday. on Tuesday, and then yeah. we'll talk about uh, what the offseason's like. All right. Sounds All like right. a plan. Well, listen, you guys can still find Steve uh, in our Discord channel. Uh, he's still floating around in there. And uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Boston underscore Capper. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, so glad you're back. Too bad. Uh, at least this is a good golf course. At least it wasn't last week. I'm glad you didn't come back last week. Last week sucked. This week, much better. Let's hit a fucking one. There we go.